Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Miley Cyrus, to borrow a phrase from Taylor Swift, needs to calm down. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, we're all in full force today. Bradley's back with us, and now is the perfect time for us to confront the picture of Miley Cyrus kissing Cody Simpson. Yeah. Is that his last name? Yes, Cody Simpson. No you relation remember to Cody, Jessica. You re- exactly. No relation to Jessica Simpson. Like her ex, an Australian. Also, you'll remember on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. You watched that. an entire season with him. Yeah, well. That's how much I, of an impact Cody memorable. Simpson had on you. But the reason we're talking about Cody Simpson now is because Miley Cyrus was sucking his face at an acai bowl place. Um, did you guys that's talk about so that on Friday? Well, we did in the dirt alert. And here's here's what we said, just to bring you up to speed uh, to what we were speaking of. We talked a little bit about their history and their their friendship. But after I did a deep analysis of the photograph, yeah. because there was some conversation about whether or not you can kiss friends. Now, I listen, you weren't here to defend yourself. So I did what I always do, which is in order for me to assess if this is friend behavior mm-hmm. or romantic behavior, I typically put you and I in the situation. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is and, this something we would do to each other? And the answer was no. I would never no, put my hands like, on your knees and lean full body into your space. <sighs> no. Yeah. Um, there are. That's not a friend zone. That's not a friend zone. So just even even in that still shot, I was able to discern in my, as Holly put it, John Madden style analysis. It was great, Colleen. Thanks. That this was a romantical situation. Not only that, but in her stories, I mean, she's literally going all in. She's like, 22, check. Australian, my type, check. Abs, check. Hot girl fall, check. So she wants us to know, you know, that she's all in on Mr. Cody Simpson. That said, what we're talking about today has to do with her clap back, if you will. That's what we call things now when celebrities bitch back at their... um audience right right um when they've got opinions and they're unpleased with the fact that we have opinions okay so uh in particular she addressed this and on her let me pull this up here because i want to i don't want to misquote yeah no thank you um she says number one Okay, oh, which tells number me one we are in for something because this is going to be a multiple step process details. Number one says Miley Cyrus. Again, remember, this is a lady who's taken us on multiple relationship journeys, including but not limited to Liam Hemsworth over the, just the summer, Caitlin Carter. Um, that was real but not real. Um, she wasn't ready, blah, blah, blah. Now she's on to somebody else anyway. I know the public feels invested in my past relationship. Notice the singular version of that mm-hmm. noun. Mm-hmm. Relationship. Mm-hmm. because they felt like they saw it through from the beginning. 
I think that's why people have always felt so entitled over my life and how I live it because they've watched me grow up. But I am grown now and make choices as an adult knowing the truth, details, reality. People only know what they see on the internet. <clears throat> that was at you, Colleen, specifically. Thanks. Thanks. Men. Oh, wait. Number two. Number two. <clears throat> Emphasis on number two. Exactly. Men, parenthesis, uh, especially successful ones, close parenthesis, are rarely slut shamed. They move on from one beautiful woman, young woman, to the next, most times without consequence. They are usually referenced as legends, heartthrobs, G, ladies' man, etc., where women are called sluts, whores. I am just trying to thrive, survive in a man's world. If we can't beat them, Join them. If our, oh, I can't read that. <laughs> if our president can bleep, bleepity bleep, can't I just have a kiss and an acai bowl? To which I think she thought young preteens everywhere would be like, yeah, yeah. you tell them, girl. Mm-hmm. But as, you know, an adult and astute watcher of pop culture everywhere, excuse me, what? Okay. Because you and I both know that it is possible to have a kiss and an acai bowl without the world knowing. Exactly. Yes. And. Dot, dot, dot. She's stupid. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, I not where I was supposed to go. <laughs> that may be true. I digress. We don't even need to go there. No. No, what I'm saying is she's do- she's playing a little shell game. There oh, big time. Because what she's saying is men are rarely slut shamed. This whole number two point. Men are rarely slut shamed. I'm being slut shamed because I had a kiss in an acai bowl. First of all, where is the slut shaming? I don't see. Did you slut shame her? That's the first thing. I don't know that anybody's ever slut shamed her. Nobody's slut shaming well, her. Okay, well, okay, I mean, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't think people are slut shaming her right now. No, and in fact, there's probably some boob on Twitter who like slut shamed her, but probably does so like every day that ends in a Y, and it's a troll. Mm-hmm. That that happens, sure, but like the media is not slut shaming her. The media is simply having an opinion on who she has a relationship with, and there are many male celebrities uh just think zach efron anybody else who's like of a certain age single when they're hanging out and kissing people in public that becomes fodder for public discussion right in, insofar as any facet of celebrities lives do on any given day of the week so i feel like she's doing a little finger wagging you know like how dare you and it's like no that's not a valid criticism i think she's doing what i what i mean people do this just in life they assume they assume a judgment in just a recitation of facts, right? So, which actually tells me more about her than it does about anything. Yeah. Because essentially what I've seen in the media, and I would say you and I are astute watchers of the media, is, oh, look, Miley Cyrus having a kiss with Cody. I mean, just reciting the facts. Look, she's moved on. Now, if if she's intuiting some sort of judgment that's associated with that, that is wholly coming That's from her, her insecurity. and that probably, as I said, tells us more about her than anything else, which is that she doesn't want, she might not be comfortable with how this is oh, all going. She most definitely is not, although, you know, to play devil's advocate, I kind of feel like she, see, this is where the number one comes into effect. So there's the number one and the number two in terms of how Miley's responding 
to these stories about her and Cody Simpson. Well, this story, rather, of her and Cody Simpson kissing at an acai bowl place, which you didn't think you were going to wake up on a Monday and tune in at noon and hear all about in depth. But it's a perfect crystallization of what celebrities do. So to go back to the number one part of her argument where she's yelling at us um, and telling us to stop paying attention, she's shaming us for ha- for paying attention, which is yep. the cardinal you know, rule of celebrities when they don't like the way something is being covered, is they say, you know, like, I know you feel entitled to to know what's going on in my life but you don't i'm a person yeah and it's like okay holly exhibit number 546 what celebrity had a baby in the last week or so that we never heard a peep or she actually had a baby earlier this summer i think right and we never heard about it yeah that would be the star of the unbreakable kimmy schmidt Ellie Kemper had a baby and none of us knew about it. She kind of alluded to it a little bit on Instagram, but not a lot. Yeah. To your point, it is entirely possible for a human being to make another human being and give birth to that human being and for nobody to know about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Or for the most part, not pay attention, not make it front page news. We it's. It is not that people aren't sure people are interested in what's going on because she makes it available for people to be interested. People don't just go up and go, I wonder what Bob McCracken's doing for lunch today. Well, Bob McCracken ain't, you know, um, taking a foam finger and bending over on stage in front of the world. And I'm I mean sticking that it in people's McCracken. Allegorically. Well, sorry. Okay, all right. I watched Good that morning. performance. Happy Monday. Mm-hmm. No, but allegorically, that's that's that performance wasn't was characteristic of who she is in public. She wants people up in her business and has been. And this is where it's so funny. She's saying, I know you feel entitled to know me because you grow, grew up watching me on television. No, no, no. You think that we care about what you're doing because you were raised in an environment where the public had the right to know what you were doing. Uh, or your parents basically opened the world up to to your life when you were a child and you had no say in the matter. Yeah. And now you're growing up as an adult and you don't like that. Well, that's not my problem. That's your parents' problem. And that's your decision as a entertainer to constantly put your own life out there for public scrutiny. And to take it one step further, to leverage that to advance your career. So we've been in this cycle of leveraging it and then shaming us for it back and forth yeah. for... How long? But it it works for her. You're not because she hasn't put out a critically, you know, critically acclaimed album for a while, and yet she's still in the public conscious. I was going to say, Miley, you're not like Burger King. You can't have it your way. Mm-hmm. Well, and certainly not right away. It's <sighs> like every you know, all the other celebrities who do this are the ones who do this. Haha. What I'm saying is the ones who are out there showing you like every piece of themselves at some point when you have an opinion that they don't like will then say I'm entitled to a private life like this is not Princess Diana this is right. not like uh, paparazzi like you know um, hunting her down and not giving her a moment's peace this is a choice a very calculated effort to have people talking about her because it because she knows it sells records it sells you know it gets people talking. It sells uh, concert tickets, etc. Yeah. So you can't have it both ways. It's not that you're not entitled to a private life, but you've opened the world up to your private life several times. 
And um, so, and you can't necessarily put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, just because you want it there. I mean, you could, and the way to do that is to like leave public life. And but it would have to ha- be pretty permanent. Something tells me she's not going to go become an accountant anytime soon. I am. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. On a fine fall Monday, my friends. Good day. Nice to see you. So here's a nice little surprise. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Hillary Burton just got married no, over the weekend. What's interesting is that know. most people believe that wasn't they've invited. been married since 2014. Oh. So she posted um, a photo and said this past weekend was the best of my entire life. There are dozens of thank yous I need to make, so bear with me over the next week as I gush over the amazing group of people who gave us this beautiful moment. But before we do any of that, Jeff and I just want to put it out there that we got married. For real. We've lived as husband and wife for a decade. We've built a family, a farm, and found our community. They have two children, Augustus and George. For years, publications have reported that we got married in 2014 and 2015 and that I've been married and divorced before. All untrue. And they say they felt kind of silly about correcting any reports because they always felt like husband and wife. She says, from the moment I met Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he was my husband. Rather than make vows right out of the gate, we lived them for over 10 years. And then um, sure enough, on Wikipedia, it says 2014 is right. the year that they were married. And they were not, in fact, married. That is so interesting. At all. And they just never corrected it. And then they actually got married. Also, this is uh, what the kids are doing these days. What? Like living together as... I'm not making a judgment about it, so please don't send me emails. No. <laughs> um, they will. People will live together, build their lives together then decide to have children, then decide to, yeah, you know, buy property. And then many, many years down the road, maybe go, is it important to us to get married? And maybe it is, and maybe it's not. And so this is, you know, I feel like she's sort of saying all of that. And it's interesting that she's correct, that she's choosing to correct the record. Yeah. And that they're now, because they could have just quietly gone and gotten married. It makes me nervous that they got married and then now they're going to get divorced. Well, it feels very Angelina and Brad. That's what makes me nervous. This does tend to happen. I get it. You know, I mean, I think there is, there is definitely an argument to be made out there that marriage is sort of archaic Mm -hmm. and that it was created for, you know, more of like a property kind of a situation. Uh And as we enter times of equality and, um, where you don't necessarily need to get married for protection or financial security, that you can just live that choice every day yeah. without necessarily being legally bound to one another. I don't know. Finally, everybody can get married, and then nobody wants to get married. Look at, <laughs> Look at, at that. At least you have the choice. Sometimes yes. it's just knowing you have the choice. For sure. I wholeheartedly agree. Okay, Jennifer Lopez threw a TV crew into a whole chaos situation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So she is known as a, you know, she wants things how she wants them. Yep. J-Lo. Diva. Yes, but still. She did an appearance on uh, a show called This Morning in the UK, and now um, the team there is insisting that the star, they say the star who was on the show to talk about her style secrets, was requesting that she be given a cookie upon arrival, and it had to be warmed to a certain temperature. Uh, And then it should also be served with a glass of full-fat milk, which I respect. Skim milk is for the birds. And that milk should also be served cold. Mm. Obvi. I mean, I I I don't feel like that's diva behavior right there. Maybe the cookie, the degree temperature of the cookie, that might be a lot. But I don't think it's diva behavior to ask for a cold glass of milk. <laughs> and a warm cookie. Yeah. And a warm cookie. Although, do you have to ask for that? Like, was she has she had previous lukewarm milk and uh, cool cookie Maybe uh, she's gotten there. Warm, like, room temperature milk and, like, a cold, ice-cold cookie. And who would want that? So, the hosts of the show are saying, more specifically, a cookie warm to the perfect temperature with a glass of full-fat milk cold and this was quite a commotion when they worried the cookie wasn't the right temperature do you know whenever i hear stories like this or see you know diva type behavior i often believe like on the part of jennifer lopez she knows exactly what she's doing and this is to this is to test them to see you know like i'm going to give them something to do you know just to like and see if they'll do it yeah See how like, much they value me? I kind of feel like it is might that just what be it her is? I don't know about value. I think this. it's more about like her just, you know, this is part of who I am is to be a diva. So I'm going to make sure I do something. I just wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if there was some assistant, though, who like she went to another show and they had like a really perfectly warm cookie and an ice cold glass of milk. They had that waiting for her as like a fun treat. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. I would love this at every single show I go to. And then, and so then, then the that assistant, assistant took that goes on. and says like, OK warm it to this temperature and whatever i don't know i mean i just find it hard to believe that you would say the specific temperature i mean requesting cookies and milk is great we have celebrities who come through twin cities live though and they request certain things to have in the green what's right? the weirdest thing they've requested i don't think the the weirdest thing isn't it's that they request stuff and then they don't eat it oh. it's like they'll be like can i have like a you know meat and cheese and blah blah and whatever and then like they nothing touch gets it. touched and then we're like well you know and we're real big on food waste yeah I don't like food waste. Yeah, agreed. Well, yeah, I mean, I like the waste to go mouths. into the crew eats everything. Yeah. I just like the waste to go into the human receptacle. That it. is me. You totally. I'm 100 percent with mm-hmm. you. Um, Felicity Huffman photographed walking her dog in a no dog zone, which people found. Oh, really my gosh. Kind of she's going to get arrested. She has to go to jail. <laughs> what if she had to go to jail? Oh, wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe just add it. Maybe. On yeah, exactly. Put it on her tab. Extra five minutes for being a. Page six called dog it, th- said this stroll is just the latest in Huffman's dogged disregard. <laughs> poor, poor Felicity. Well, you know, she did it to herself. There you go. Kylie Jenner uh, posted a video of her sweet $3 million Bugatti. It's a sports car that's white with orange interior. Mm-hmm. And Ugly. then amid fan backlash, she took the photo down. People lost their minds. Why? They just said, this is crazy. This is too much. 
I don't know how this is the thing that you say is too much. I mean, everything she does is I too much. I don't understand when mm. they decide to take down a photo. Like, what is the thing that pushes it to that level? Maybe it didn't get enough attention, and so then yeah. it was taken down to get to some get attention. The attention. I was going to say, I feel like all of this is of a piece, and the piece is doo-doo. Um, <laughs> but it's also just to reinforce this notion, because I will say it, Holly did this thing during the Dirt Alert where she called her the whatever-whatever billionaire, and I'm like, yeah, see, that does her work for her by making us think she's an actual billionaire when she don't got a billion dollars in her bank account. Nice try. <laughs> but now we think she is, yeah. right? She has a $3 million Bugatti. It's probably leased. Exactly. Yes. Preach, Good girl. Call, Thank Holly. you, Elizabeth Reese. Thanks, guys. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture question- questions. If you get them all right, you win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Dennis on the line. And what is Dennis playing for? Dennis is playing for a big fat one of these a MyTalk1071 t shirt. All right, Dennis, are you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? Dennis, are you there? I am. All right. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Stan, Kyle, Kenny, and Cartman are characters on what TV show? South Park. Rocket Man is a song by which singer? Sir Elton John. The Mona Lisa is on display at what museum? The Louvre. Bruce Wayne is the real name of which superhero? Flounder and Sebastian are animals sidekicks to which Disney princess? The greatest little mermaid. Yay! Yes! Congratulations! Good job. You just cruised on through all 30 seconds of those five questions. And he did so. I have no life. You (laughs) did so, Dennis, with theatrical aplomb, and I applaud you. Yes, Dennis. Thank you. Congratulations, and thanks for playing the 30-second pop culture challenge. Stay put. Holly will make sure you get the the gift that is promised you. Uh, And if you didn't get an opportunity to play the 30-second pop culture challenge today, uh, that's okay. Don't worry about it, because you'll get a chance tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230. On my talk 1071. And now, you know what? Before we get to our very next order of business, it just occurred to me, and I want to make sure everybody knows mm-hmm. that something very exciting happens tomorrow. Yes, indeedly do. What is it? Well, tickets for Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece are finally going on sale. Tickets for the wonderful uh, culminating event after a week long reality show on the radio. You are going to be able to see. All of the creative arts and crafts that uh, your favorite My Talk 1071 hosts get up to throughout the week of Project Down and Dirty and proceeds from the ticket sales benefit amazing charities. So they go on sale tomorrow at 10 o'clock. That's tomorrow, Tuesday, 
the 8th at 10 a.m. sharp. And there's two different types of tickets that you can uh, engage in. Uh, one of them is a VIP ticket, which will give you admission to the reunion show, a private reception with heavy appetizers. I heavy. Hope, I hope they have people that are capable of carrying. Well, they've been such- training. Okay, good. Uh, and then, and you'll get to mingle with us, of course, uh, at this wonderful at this wonderful event. Plus, there will be a silent auction, a live auction, and then there's so that's a one hundred dollar. That's the VIP ticket model, yeah. and then there's a, a general admission ticket model, which will just which just doesn't allow you to go to the, the reunion, reunion show. show. Uh, so anyway, those go on sale tomorrow at ten a.m. Uh, yeah, please get those. And those this is one of those projects down and dirty that there are not going to be. A boatload of tickets. Yeah. So if you really have your heart set on it, don't wait. I imagine that I would not be surprised if those tickets sell out tomorrow. So um, even if they don't, I would go ahead and get your tickets right away, especially if you want the VIP. I mean, you want to do that immediately. But unlike some years where we've had thousands upon thousands, this is going to be a far more intimate, fun. Uh, well, I shouldn't say f- more fun, but an intimate as well as fun experience that and, you'll want to get in on. And I do just want to add this. I think that the reunion show is such a unique experience because it is rare. It is truly, truly rare to see all 12 of us on any type of stage at the exact same time. Yeah, because we never are. Talking together. And you really can you can listen to it on the radio, but you'll get the nuance. You'll see how tired we are. You'll see the way that we interact with each other um, if you are there in the room with us. So anyway, that's my plug for that. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. And now, let's move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon with Colleen and Bradley. Here is our first mystery. Apparently, holding hands is now considered full-on PDA when discussing the A-plus list singer and the foreign-born guy she calls a boyfriend. He's had more PDA with randos at a club than with his girlfriend. Is that a Shamila? The thing that I thought the exact same thing, but then I saw a plus list singer and foreign born guy she calls a boyfriend. Yes. Now, this is alluding to a story that was published over the weekend of these two people holding hands out in public. Oh, oh, Miley and Cody. Oh, oh, okay. Think about is he a nobody then? Uh, he's a kind of somebody. He is a working actor. Within oh. a couple of projects last year. An A-plus list singer. Yep. I mean, is that like Celine or something? No. Oh. Is the A-plus list singer, is she from the U.S.? Yes. Okay. And her boyfriend is from the U.K. Now, she's been connected to this person for quite some time. The, um, the authenticity of their relationship is questioned, though. And it has been questioned by both Colleen and Bradley. Oh, yeah. So they are on our publationship list. Yeah, but we don't really talk about them that much, but they do have a publationship nickname that you have given them. Oh, oh, mm hmm. Yes. Swalwin. Oh, yes. Taylor oh, Swift. Yeah, we and just Joe saw that because they were in. They were on SNL. Or he, she was? She was on yeah. SNL. Yes, correct. All right. Oh, say that again. So apparently holding hands now is considered full on PDA when discussing Taylor Swift and her alleged boyfriend, Joel Alwyn. 
Joe Alwyn has had more PDA with randos at a club than with Taylor Swift, please. Mm-hmm. I um actually what I found delightful about this story was, and I didn't even bring it on the list of things I wanted to talk about today, was I just don't have time for this fake relationship because they're so bad at it. And yeah. I think it's hilarious that Taylor Swift is this bad at a fake relationship uh, in 2019 because have you met Taylor Swift recently? And now she's being trumped by all these lesser publicationships a la Jonas. Yeah, like she invented the modern day publicationship and she's getting like passed, which actually is what's so funny about it. Okay, so just go get meta with me here for a second because I think that she's actively trying to pretend that this actually is real by not working very hard at pretending that it's real. Do you see what I'm saying? Be, yeah. It's sort of like that, like when you try, when you really work hard to have a just rolled out of bed look in life, you know, that's what she's doing with her relationship where it's like, she's not going to put the time and attention toward this fake relationship. Like she has all the other relationships because she wants people to believe it's so real. Yeah. And so she's kind of haphazard about it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Moving on. I'll do it. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. For years, I've been telling you that the permanent A-list mostly movie actor with multiple Oscar nominations and wins and another on the way is not the person you see portrayed in his carefully crafted image. Some of that came out this week via a former back-in-the-day A-plus list actor. Now, the week being last week. So So think about stories from last week. So this is somebody who's an A-plus list back-in-the-day actor spilling the beans about the person we're meant to find. Yes. An A-list mostly mover mover actor. (laughs) You know both of these people. You know both of them. (laughs) Is this like a... Oh, is this like... uh, No. Is this like a Leo? Uh, No. Okay. Older. I'm just trying to think. Oh, is this like a Robert De Niro? Uh, Younger. Like a Brad Pitt? No. Oh, no, he has now, no Oscars. think again. Think about this. Think of a permanent A-list actor who has a really joyful, kind... Tom Hanks. Oh, no, what? And who was dishing about Tom oh, Hanks yes. last week? Oh, I vaguely remember... Um... Uh, Tom Hanks, bringing up Tom Hanks last hey. week. The oh, Fonz? the Fonz? Henry yes. Winkler? Henry Winkler was... Okay, this I don't remember. Oh, Fill okay. in the details. Yeah, so, I mean, sit down, let me get my tea. For years, I, NT lawyer, have been telling you that Tom Hanks is not what he may seem. Some of that came out this week via Henry Winkler who was a guest in the clubhouse on Watch What Happens Live. Now, the story is that Henry Winkler was the original director of the film Turner and Hooch back Ah. in the day. Henry Winkler was unceremoniously fired from the directing position on that job. Who starred in that movie? Tom Tom Hanks. Hanks. Henry Winkler said that he got along better with the dog. No, that is rude. Wow. Wow. How did we miss that story? I don't even know. But I'm very curious. Like, now I really want to make it my life's mission. No, I don't. I don't want to sully the image I have of Tom Hanks. Because in my mind, he's, like, so amazing. But he's done such a good job. And I know. Yeah. Think no, he, that he's amazing. He's an Colleen. actor, and they act. But 
I'm fine with the way I think about Tom That's Hanks. That's what I'm saying. Thank it's like, you. I want to stick with this, but I was going to say I want to make it my life's work to learn more about who he really is. But then I thought, no, I just want to live in a place where there is somebody who is good. Well, I'll make it a passing hobby of mine to try to dig up the dirt on Tom Keep us posted. That's all we got time for. Oh, okay, we gotta go. Oh, that's true. Thank you, Holly, for that. I was excited for more. I don't know what you want. You're not getting (laughs) anything. I wanted more. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, ooh, Snoop Dogg is in the doghouse. And I don't really quite know why. I'll tell you the story after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right, everybody, we're in the dog pound. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Hello. Well, um, I wanna say that Snoop Dogg got Kansas University in trouble. Oh no, what why? But I actually think that they should have known better. First of all, uh, Snoop Dogg? Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, there is a yearly celebration that takes part, that, that happens uh, on campus at like the opening of the basketball season, the NCAA basketball sure. season at Kansas, is it Kansas State University or just You're Kansas University? Sports I know. Person. For all of a sudden, it was it. I couldn't make sense of it. In any case, th- it's called Welcome to the Fog. That's the name of this um, this big festival. Okay. To kick off the season, yep. and it's supposed to be like a family friendly festival, and they have entertainment and they do a bunch of. Oh, no, it's called Late Night in the Fog is what it's called. But it's this like welcome. It's this welcome festival and they do it every year. Yeah. Well, this year they were like, you know what? What this festival needs? It needs Snoop Dogg. So they invited Snoop Dogg to perform at this at this uh, annual Late Night in the Fog celebration. He's a person of pop culture interest. Why not? Yes, he is. Well, um, but here's what happened. Snoop Dogg did what Snoop Dogg does. He rapped his rap songs. With profanity. Oh, okay. Well, that's like, that's him. He invited some pole dancers to take part in the occasion. Seems very Snoopy. And he had ladies, scantily clad ladies dancing okay. around. Also right. pretty Snoopish. Uh, at one point in the show, and the show, by the way, lasted about 30 minutes. And during the show, Snoop wore a number 20 Kansas jersey. Smart. Uh, at one point, he fired a, a money gun loaded with fake $0 bills featuring Snoop's face. Oh, I bet everybody was real excited for a moment. And images of marijuana leaves uh, into the crowd. Okay, I mean, have you met Snoop? Thank you. Like, this I is am exactly not a my point. dog listener or... Mm, Arb, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, like, I don't go deep on the Snoop Dogg. Uh, yeah. But I know what a Snoop Dogg is. Yeah. There's well, a lot of pot smoke. And some uh, ladies. Yeah, I, like this is not y- you. Okay, you have to know if you are in a position where you are bringing Snoop Dogg to your 
campus mm-hmm. to perform, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get some of this extra stuff. Yeah, what did they think they were like? Oh, it's this a Snoopy character. What's well, going on here? This is what the college representatives say. Well, so first of all, the families that were present made a lot of noise about this. This was supposed to be a family event. It was paid for by campus like programs, funds. Probably, yeah. probably some of it comes out of, uh, you know, the tuition that is paid. And people were up in arms about it. What, how dare you invite this foul-mouthed rapper and his scantily clad pole dancers to take part in this, this annual late-night family event? Well, so of course now KU is having to and is having to answer for that. Sure. So uh, the the head of the men's basketball program, who's spoken out, has had to uh, has had to apologize uh, for this. He says this was uh, an idea that looked really good on paper, <laughs> meaning well, having Snoop Dogg perform at your annual event. And I won't even get into it, but they were already in some trouble. And so this is like two weeks after they have. They have some. They have other difficulties that they are dealing with mm-hmm. uh, in this particular athletic department, but this is not making matters better. It seems like um, all the folder all about an apology just sounds like a bunch of people who didn't actually pay attention to what was going on, and somebody at a certain level tried to sell somebody else on the idea, and they were like, "Oh, that's great." They didn't do that. Person didn't, that signed off didn't probably do a lot of due diligence. Maybe has this inkling of what a Snoop Dogg is, but maybe didn't realize the level to which a Snoop Dogg. Uh, goes and therefore paid for it and you know in hindsight like eh, mm, maybe just, next time we don't do that but I feel like Snoop Dogg has been around for a quarter but, of a century okay. it's not like you're inviting yeah it's not like you're inviting let's say I don't even know I'm trying to think of somebody who's lesser known who's like new on the scene but again, like Halsey it's not like you're invite. I'm not she's not the same as Snoop Dogg but it's not like you're like oh Halsey's coming to sing I don't know a lot of Halsey's stuff this should be interesting. And then you'd be surprised when she showed up topless. She didn't do that. I don't know if that happens, but I'm just saying. But Snoop Dogg has been a thing for 20 odd years. But I think that the, because of who Snoop Dogg is, you know, like he is known to different people. Not I'm not saying people don't know what a Snoop Dogg is, but the, he he appeals to a broad audience now because he has been around for so long. Yeah. And not. Every part of that audience knows what he is, you know, like they don't know his music, right? right. They don't know what he sings about. They don't know. I mean, they know, they know like he's, he's kind of a Mar- cool Martha guy Stewart. who is like on a roast or something. And he's like friends. He does like a cooking show with Martha Stewart. What I'm saying is like some boob probably, you know, who, by the way, we're talking about college administrators, probably not spending a lot of time in the pop culture universe, signed off on this and or or wrongly read the room in such a way as to think that parents wouldn't be, you know, outraged by this and clearly learned a valuable lesson, which is that people will find something to complain about regardless. I, in fact, remember going all the way back to the mid nineties and the very liberal college that I went to people being upset about um, comedians that showed up and, you know, parts of their comedy routines and then creating protests around it. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, why people, didn't you know yeah. that people did you not know what his material was well, when you yes, signed up? It seems like when you are in that higher education setting and, and you've probably had some history with uh, all different walks of life and how people react when they know that their money has gone towards something. Yeah. 
uh, it seems like you might be a little sensitive to knowing what will and won't fly with that group of people. Yeah. And it, and to me, I feel like, you know, he had a sound check. You know, he didn't just show up at halftime of this thing and like put the poles up and tell the ladies to start dancing. Somebody saw this before the rest of the audience did. And if they didn't, shame on them. It's I mean, it's their fault. And I wouldn't go, you know, complaining now after the fact. But right. what I was going to say is I when I, when you first brought this story, I thought you were going to tell me that like a campus club. Uh, objected because, say, um, or, you know, a group of students objected because, say, his, you know, misogynistic personality or something, not the obvious, you know, elephant in the room. It's Snoop Snoop. Dogg. He swears. Yeah. He smokes weed and he has scantily clad ladies dancing. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we want to hear from you. You have a free afternoon. What's that chore you never seem to get to that you got to get to? Give us a call. 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.